Hey everybody, I am live right now. Um, I'm gonna take off my headphones because I don't have any reason to be wearing these right now. I don't know where RK's at. My guess would be because he got his second vaccine yesterday. My and he uh, was like an hour late to the stream the first time he got the vaccine. <laughs> uh, my guess would be that he is sleeping through the vaccine again, uh, which is understandable. Like, cause I am. I'm really exhausted right now, and I didn't even have the vaccine yesterday, but I'm just really exhausted right now, so I'm trying to wake myself up, but my guess would be he probably fell back, fell asleep through the stream from the vaccine, uh, because that's what happened last time, so I sent, uh, uh, we'll see, we'll see what happens, so there's a couple of things that we can do today, um, while I'm going to address everyone in the chat in just a second, there's a couple things we can do, uh, first, we could, um, I could go like take a minute, start streaming this from my phone and then try to clean out the fulfillment center room. However, it's really cold in my house today. So I kind of want to sit here where I have the heater. So maybe I won't do that. Uh, and the other thing we could do is we could play the Sims and I could, we could do, we could do home visualization. Like Marie says, it's so important to visualize your ideal home. I could start visualizing, I could visualize my home on The Sims. That's the other thing we can do. Let me know your guys' thoughts about what you think it would be fun to do. Uh, in the meantime, I'm going to say hello to everyone in the chat. Who's calling me? No one important. All right. Good morning, Caffeinated Angel. Hello. Oh, hey, wait. RK is awake. He's here. He's alive. Oh, my God. Never mind anything I just said. You're here. What'd you say? Oh, wait. Hey, what's up? What'd you say? Oh, I was I was just saying stuff about I was like, well, since I'm just here by myself today, maybe I'll go clean out a room or maybe I'll play the Sims or whatever. But no, you're here. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do a normal podcast. Hey, what's up? Are you all right? <laughs> I'm okay. Um I'm okay. It how, was it was a tough night. How was vaccine number two? So I got it at like ten fifty AM and I was fine throughout the all throughout all blah, blah, blah. I was fine throughout the day. I honestly was thinking to myself, I was getting a little cocky. I was like, oh, this isn't so bad at all. 1051, I started getting some like aches and shit like oh, that. No. And then I just knew, I knew it was coming. I started getting the chills. I went to sleep. I don't know what time I first woke up in, but I woke up after that at midnight, one, two, three, and four o'clock. And then I just gave up on trying to go back to sleep at four o'clock. I'm still covered in sweat right now. Oh no! <laughs> do you need to? Do you need to like take a shower or something? Because if you do, I can handle the stream for a little bit. I'm okay. Um, you sure? Yeah, I'm feeling a little better. I'm still tired right now, but um. Yeah. Yeah, I, th I think it was just a bad night. I'm I'm feeling good right now. I'm just tired. Okay. Well, now I know what to expect from number two that's coming in two weeks that I'm getting. It so. was just a bad night. It really wasn't anything you can't handle or should even be remotely afraid of i, I mean that sounds that doesn't sound fun i'm hoping you're are you feeling okay right now oh i, I feel good now I, okay. I honestly feel good like yeah, i'm just tired um that's I'm understandable little, i'm a little sore but um i mean it's one bad night where you sweat a lot and you get really cold and really hot and you're fine okay okay well you know keep that in mind <laughs> Oh man, um, I got Moderna. Uh, whoever asked that, Moderna. Uh, okay, okay. 
do you think Moderna's the worst one? I mean, I know you didn't have any other ones other than that, but based on what you've heard, do you think Moderna's the worst one? I don't know. I, it really wasn't that bad. I'm just, I, I, I'm just really tired. <laughs> That's understandable. But, yeah, yeah. Like I've, I've, I've felt far sicker in my life. It's, okay. It was just like I said. It was, it was chills, body aches, and and um. It was actually kind of funny now. Like now that I'm through it, like it, it was a game of roulette. I'd wake up and I'd either be really cold or really hot, and and then like, Ooh. and the worst part was I stayed so hydrated yesterday that I had to also pee throughout the whole night, and so like I was covered in sweat, and then I would take off the blanket and get up to go pee, and then I'd be like freezing because I'd be so sweaty. Oh no, that sounds horrible. I'm definitely not going to stay hydrated when I get the vaccine now, just because of that. Because I don't want to have to keep getting out of bed to go pee. That sounds awful. I want to stay in bed. That sounds healthy. Um, I don't know. I like. I, I honestly thought I was going to make it because I, I I ate so much yesterday too. I was like, man, I stayed so hydrated. I ate so much. Oof. Hi guys. Hey Logan. A happy tax day, as Joe says. Um, as he mentions, it's pre-COVID tax day because tax day has been extended, I think, a month. Um, I know my taxes are all still with my accountant, and uh, <coughs> everything's difficult this year. Oh, yeah. uh, Cher is finishing up a Cheshire Cat and listening to Public Image Limited before the stream. That sounds nice. Good morning, Kitty. Good morning, Amanda. Good morning, Brianna. Oh, wow. There's so many people here. Why are my comments frozen? Yeah, Joe, I, I know it's one shitty day. It's five shitty week. I mean, it wasn't even one shitty day. It was honestly like almost 11 p.m. last night through the night, and now I'm, I'm fine. It's 8.10. So... Less yeah, I remember you came on my, my late night live stream last night, and I was like, oh, hey, you're here. I thought you'd be asleep from the vaccine. No, I was putting off going to sleep because um, I knew that once I went to sleep, I'd start feeling like shit, and that didn't work. I thought, I thought that it was, I thought the people were only like, man, I only started feeling like shit when I tried going to sleep, and I'd start waking up in the middle of the night. Nope. Oof. All right, I'm gonna reload this page because for some reason it's not letting me access the comments. One <sighs> second. There we go. All right. The comments are comments are back. Okay, cool. I just want to say hello <coughs> to comments. Ileana's here. Hello. Good morning, Kat. Kitty say my office is amazing. Thank you. I spent a lot of time cleaning it this week, as you guys know. Um Brittany says I got my second yesterday and it's brutal. Oh yeah. Um, okay. I'm I'm scared. I'm getting my second one in two weeks. I'm a little scared, but I'm Don't glad. Don't be scared. It's fine. It, like you honestly, you ease into it. I don't know. But, like I I was nervous before I got it, and then it gave me like a twelve hour buffer before I started getting the symptoms. So and then by then I just I I don't know. It was it's one bad night. Apparently, Brittany woke up eight times last night from the vaccine, too. So, it's apparently, that's what happens. Yeah. I I just remember. Like, I remember I woke up. I woke up twice. And mm -hmm. I was like, okay, at least the night has to be close to over. And I checked the clock, and it's 1 a.m. I'm like, oh, shit. 
<laughs> Still got a long way to go. Oh, man. Yeah, so. Ileana, I'm getting the Pfizer one. Oh, that's what I got for the first one. I'll get that for the second one, too. That's what they have in Gary, Indiana, where they have the openings. Well, I mean, I think Pfizer does have fewer people, like, fewer people report symptoms or less harsh symptoms. I don't know. Oh, okay. But I don't know what heart, what counts as a harsh symptom, because I don't know if I would count what I had as a harsh symptom. I don't know. That sounds, that doesn't sound fun. I'm just going to prepare it, for the fact that I might be a mess the next day or that day even. Who knows? It definitely wasn't fun, but it is what it is. Um, I think Erin went to school. Which is just impressive. Did she get she get the vaccine yesterday too? Yeah, she got it at like four o'clock. And she went to school, dude. Damn, that's amazing. Oh, she's she's a tough cookie. Yeah. Well. She also went to sleep much sooner than me, so maybe that helped her sleep through it. I don't fucking know. It was a tough night. I, I definitely have to wash the sheets today. Yeah. <laughs> well, I woke up at six because Chewy sounded like he was gonna vomit in the bed. He didn't vomit in the bed, but he kept like he was sleeping in the bed and he kept being like over and over and we're like, Chewy, please don't vomit in the bed. So we took him out of the bed and he didn't vomit at all, so I don't know what he was doing. Good old Chewy. Good old Chewy. So I almost had to wash the bed sheets too because I was worried Chewy was going to vomit at the bed for what reason? I have no idea. He didn't need anything weird. He's just a weirdo. That sounds like Logan a couple times a year since I first got him and he's been checked out so I know it's nothing. He'll just like puke up bile, like just a yellow little bile. Don't know why and then he's totally fine afterwards. Amanda says for the vaccine symptoms she took two ibuprofen every eight hours and it helped a lot. Yeah, I know that Joe actually had COVID and it was five terrible weeks of pain. So Joe, I'm glad you're, I'm glad you are, um, you have recovered from COVID. I remember when you had it, that was difficult. Yeah. I'm, and I just read online that it was like, don't worry if you have, a, if you have symptoms, it just means that you're having a strong immune response. Like, oh, that's comforting. My immune system's strong. Ileana has a good idea here. Um, where where was she? To write down the things you feel so that when you get older, you can talk about it. Because, yeah, our grandkids are going to be like, you lived through the great COVID pandemic of 2020? And we'll be like, yes, little Billy, we sure did. So, so in this situation, you have a grandkid. In this situation, that grandkid's name is Billy. Yeah, that was just hypothetical. I'd love it's, to be a grandparent, but I don't want to have to be a parent first. You want to skip so, that. I want to skip that. I just want to be, I would love to be a grandma. I think I'd be such a cute grandma, but I don't think I would be a good mom at all. So. Look at you. Build, I started, I started a build your story brand last night or whatever. Build it is. your story brand. Is that who, what is that? I thought you were the one that recommended it. I don't think um, so. Build a story brand by Donald Miller. Someone fucking recommended it in this show. Oh, Donald Miller. I remember it. Well, Donald Miller was someone I reviewed in a video because he spoke at the Rise Conference. Yeah, well, it, the book is literally just applying the hero's journey to marketing. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, I downloaded on Audible. I downloaded multiple Seth Godin books. Heck so yeah. I got I got 
um, the practice. And oh, that's I the got, new one. Um, how many of his books have you read? One or two? I've read two. I got this is marketing and the practice. Is there any others that you've read? No, those are the two I've read. Okay, cool. I'll read those too then. I'll read those over the next couple weeks. Those are his two most recent ones. The practice like just came out. This is marketing came out like 2018, I think. Also, good morning, Sako. Good morning, Marie. Good morning, Kimberly saying the basement purge project continues. Yes. Oh my god, we're all getting our lives in order this week, and I love it. Ileana says, I could not make it yesterday. Do you ever already have a guru for next week? So next week we're going to be doing uh, charity streams. So what we're going to do is we are going to, at least what I'm trying to do is trying to get um, charities, pe people from different organizations on here to interview. And so far I've got nothing scheduled, even though I'm trying, I'm not very good at this. So what we want to do next week as like a charity giving back kind of week. And then on Friday next week, we'll shave our heads for a fundraiser and uh, give that money to charities. So we're going to do charities next week. The week after is going to be Seth Godin. Yeah. Good old Sethy. Does he yeah. have a, what's his morning routine like? Do I have to wake up early? I think it's wake up. Be successful. Go to sleep. Okay. I can handle that. I can handle that. I was already doing that. Yeah. We're going to fucking kill it. Uh, dude, uh, Nick DeRamio is so fucking funny. He's great. I love it. I'm glad you like his videos because Tyler doesn't like him that much. I've been trying to show him all his videos and he's like, this guy's kind of annoying. And I'm like, are you serious? He's hilarious. What's wrong with you? You have no sense he, of humor? He's hilarious. He, like, I, he was someone else I was watching last night. So I watched his, uh, his Shane Dawson... I hate myself. He's short. Yeah. Um, the the you me and badness or some shit like that, which felt mm -hmm. like a, a American Psycho ripoff. And um, oh shit, what else? I basically he was good company. He's so fucking funny. And I finally watched the Cadet Kelly as a gay romance, which it absolutely is, dude. It absolutely is that fucking it blanket is. when he's like oh, that blanket, blanket has the, to be a gay. It the, has to be a pride flag. The blanket is literally a pride flag. And then the other girl like rips it up and that's like, and she's like staring intently into her eyes. Like she's trying to be threatening, but in reality it's very sexual tension. So much sexual tension. So much sexual tension. Um, Way too much for a Nick movie. Also the dad, I love how he kept saying, we have this dad that keeps falling and that comes back later. The dad that keeps falling. Yeah. There's like at least it comes back later. <laughs> but damn. Oh man, I'm glad that caffeinated angel agrees. Yes. Um cross country friends is jealous of people getting the vaccine because Texas is still being dumb. I'm so sorry. And Emily had no side effects. All right. Dude, Emily, let's I'm jealous. Way to go, um, Emily. Although for the for the first dose I didn't really have I was a little I was a little tired and my arm hurt. But other than that, I didn't have anything else. So I feel like that's pretty good. That's pretty pretty not that intense. So uh I guess I got lucky on that. My arm doesn't hurt this go around. Which is Oh wild. it doesn't. That's awesome. I mean like I can sort of feel it, but not really. So that's cool. 
Yeah, and like everyone's saying, this is just to keep it keep it positive. This is a lot better than getting COVID. So, yeah, I mean, do you know? Oh, wait, you're getting it on a Wednesday again, aren't you? I'm getting it on a Thursday. Oh, awesome! So yeah, just make sure that I mean, you should feel fine that Thursday. I'm getting it. They scheduled my appointment for early in the morning, so I'm probably gonna live stream from the car on the way to Indiana. It'll be great. I'll be in the car, like, "What's up, guys? I'm gonna get my vaccine in an hour." Yeah, if you just live stream the whole experience, then it's for content, and you'll forget all about it. Exactly. I'll live stream us going through a drive-through to get some fast food on the way back. Live stream your symptoms at night and just be like, "Okay, guys, these are my symptoms. Give me views. I'll feel better." Well, I just don't want you to have to handle the whole stream by yourself, so I'm going to make sure that, that I'm, I'm live streaming from the car. I can handle the stream by myself. Oh, you meant that stream. I can handle the stream by myself. I'm a fucking yeah. rock star. I'll talk about Yeah, because it's like, it's at 9 a.m. is when my appointment is. I don't know why they scheduled it that early, but it's at 9 a.m., so I have to probably have to leave here at like 7.30 to get to my friend who's renting a car. And then we'll leave at like eight a.m. Yeah, so we'll be we'll be riding off to Indiana for this whole stream. It'll be great. Awesome. No, I can. I'll. I'd love to have you. And if I can't, um, the RK stream is going to be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I've never Stuck seen your apartment it. from this angle before. Hi. I like your cabinets. Thank you. The game with the apartment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's because I'm normally not in this angle because this is like one of those makes you look bad angles, but I just don't care. No, you look great. You look great. Thank you. I appreciate Absolutely. it. Um, I'm trying Kelly to has no side effects so far. You go, Glen Coco. <laughs> yeah, man. We can, we can only hope. Um... So today I have a lot of video editing to do. I just ha gathered all the footage for the video that I'm putting out tomorrow. And in raw footage, it's three hours and 10 minutes long. What's your video tomorrow? Which Lord of the Rings? <laughs> it's, uh, it, um, it's about the experience of working at the Hollis company for Rachel Hollis. I oh, interviewed right. one of her former employees and, uh, Got a bunch of bunch of material and a bunch of things to talk about, and I've got to edit that all today, so that'll be a lot of fun. That's probably what I'm going to spend my whole day doing, even though I need to also film videos for next week. So, yeah, yeah that should be good. It'll be an awesome video. Look at you. Oh, Brittany, yeah. you're near Lancaster, Pennsylvania. That's where my brother lives. Maybe you and my brother have been friends this whole time, and I just didn't even know. Probably. Your brothers know um, Tony or Chad? Tony. He's not. He's not like Tony or Chad at all. He's just a good dude. Just a good dude. <laughs> yeah, that's how you and Lindsay are different. Her family sucks. Yeah, my family's nice. <laughs> Your family's gonna read Hansel Show Boss and be like, "Is this what you think of us, Savvy?" It's like a savvy. This girl's a lot like you, and you described our basement pretty accurately. You you were more in love with our basement than us. <laughs> <laughs> the care um, and description um, you showed that basement. 
Amanda says, this isn't Guru related, but my friend accidentally got a shipment of Mela. Is that Mela Luca? I've never known how to pronounce that company. Mela Luca stuff meant for the previous tenant and he didn't want it. So he gave it to me. It all looks like dollar store stuff. Yeah, that I've heard things about that company that they're the stuff isn't very good. Is it like is it like supplements and essential oils or is it like what kind of stuff is it specifically? Maybe I should have injected some essential oils in my ass yesterday, then I would have not had any symptoms. Yeah, essential oils can cure anything, right? That's what I've been told. I love the dollar store so no shade. It's just knockoff quality claims they can. <laughs> oh. Oh man. Pelicans lost last night. I'm sorry. It's fine. They fucking suck. Their coach sucks. David Griffin sucks. Whole team sucks. Keep everyone except for or keep Zion, Alonzo, Garrett, everyone else. Fucking assholes. Making way too much money to be bad at their jobs. Caroline says, I've been dealing with vertigo the past few days, but these streams keep me sane. Well, I'm glad they help. I'm sorry you've been dealing with vertigo. Um, <coughs> and Kat says, my best friend in college grew up with her parents in Melaleuca. They would send care packages with their stuff. Oh, my God. That sounds like the most disappointing. Can you imagine, like, being a kid in college away from home for the first time and, like, you get a care package from your parents and you're like, oh, Yeah. There's gonna all my friends have been getting like baked goods from home and like I'm so excited you open it up and it's all like shitty MLM products and like weird powders and supplements and you'd be like, Oh my god, mom, why would you do this to me? Hey, as long as they didn't ask him to join and pay them money for it, it's still progress. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. It's not like they said, Here's your starter kit, please send your father and I two hundred and fifty bucks. <laughs> So I kind of feel like I should continue cleaning today. Uh, so here's how my day is right now, guys. We're going to stream this for another hour or so. At 10, I have a call with my publisher for 90s Kids, which is going to last probably a little while because we've got a lot to talk about. And then after that, I have to edit this video, which is going to be putting a lot of things together. And I probably will spend the whole rest of the day on that. So I'm not going to have a whole lot of time throughout the rest of the day other than right now to clean and organize and eliminate things. So perhaps I should get started on that right now. What do you guys think? Fit. Should I clean? Should I clean? Yeah, should you should. Clean. should clean. Okay. Well, um, I know you're exhausted, but can you handle the stream for like five minutes while I get my earbuds and move to the other room? I can always handle the stream. I I'm appreciate fucking it. Fucking rock star. Don't ask stupid questions, Savzicles. You're right. You're a fucking rock star. We love I'm you a here. Fuck. Actually, I can't say that because Savannah found a new MLM, I guess. I, I don't know which one it is. I'm totally blinking. But they call their uh, distributors or whatever rock stars and champs. And I'm like, oh, shit. That's what I call people. Now I hate how it's like, oh, this in this company, you're a rock star. This company, you're a... A princess in this company you're a crown diamond royal like they have the weirdest names why not just give people job titles you know because they want to welcome people and uh they i don't know can you can you imagine if everyone was executive vice president like That's how many do you, how many do you have about seven thousand <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay 
Oh, All right, man. everyone's saying that RK is a tough cookie, and Kelly says that you're a rock star. I am what I eat. So I'll let you decide if I eat rock stars or cookies. Ooh. All right, I'll be that's, right back, y'all. That's a plot twist. Can you imagine if that was a book? Someone was like a really cool guy, and you just found out that they're a cool guy because they just eat James Dean. Yeah, that'd be wild. Papa Rockstars. That was the weird paparazzi group, I think. They may have used the term. Oh, Ariel. That's the one. Ariel's the one. Thank you, Caroline. You're so much smarter than me. Yeah, her anti. Oh, are you talking Illuminati or are you talking uh, Savannah? Or are you talking. I don't fucking know anymore. Let's just talk about life, y'all. Um, it's going to be pretty cool to be able to start doing shit again once in two weeks, once this vaccine is effective. I know it's lame, but one of the first things I want to do is play mini golf because City Park is a really good mini golf course. And it was the last date Aaron and I did before COVID even started. So I just think that'd be a really fun thing to do. I'm also excited to start going back to movie theaters again. And then, of course, I'm excited to start seeing some music because musicians have been coming back out lately uh, now that the city has been getting vaccinated. So I'm excited to get back down to Frenchman and uh, maybe go to Yaya's or some of the other clubs around here and start listening to music again. I mean, Aaron's down. Like, we basically just said after a year like this, we're just going to see music every night because <laughs> why not? Hey, we were just talking shit about you. Oh, of course you were. So, y'all, uh, today I'm going to I was like, Savvy's so short. On camera. I'm not even she's short. So sweet. She's really 4'11. <laughs> okay, y'all. So, I'm in my fulfillment center room. And today I'm going to clean out some of the trash and try to organize the, um, the whole area in here. Because I was visualizing this room when I meditated yesterday. So let's see. I need to Katie says, oh, man. RK filibusters are my favorite part of the stream. <laughs> then I will let you filibuster as much as you want. Or they could be a rock star. Yeah, Kelly, you're RK's the man. Fuck yeah. Not to dismiss cannibalism. Yeah, we got one. <laughs> Not to dismiss cannibalism. Not to dismiss can Okay, but the. Does you are what you need apply to brand names made by famous people? I'm thinking Jimmy Dean and Paul Newman. I don't know. If it is, then I'm Tim Hortons. I, <laughs> I ate a lot of Timmy Hoes in Buffalo when I was growing up. All right. Let's see. I've got boxes over here. I need to eliminate things from this room first. Oh, yeah. Let's I start think, with the trash. I think Krispy Kreme. I might have to get one today. I think Krispy Kreme, if you show your vaccine card, you get like a free donut or some shit. I heard that. I want to start doing that because, man, I love Krispy Kreme. I might have to go get one today. There's just so much straight up trash in this room. New Orleans has a lot of places that are like, because um, we've been vaccinating people a lot for a while. And I, right now, I think the big hurdle is just getting people to go out and get their vaccine. So in typical New Orleans fashion, every day they have shot for shots or shots for shots events. Dude, I'm jealous of shots for shots. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Uh, Kermit's mother-in-law's lounge, they just started doing it too. And for anyone who it doesn't know, it is exactly what it sounds like. They You, you get your shot at a bar and they give you a free shot. Um, I'm so jealous. I wish we had that here. 
But right now in Chicago, the struggle is not getting people to want to get their vaccine. The struggle is we do not have enough vaccines or appointments available for all the people in this city because there's too many people and not enough vaccines. New Orleans is like killing it. I think I saw last week on my New Orleans update texts because I still get those. It was something like over 39% of the city has had at least one dose. Oh, really? That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, we're also substantially smaller than most big. I mean, we're not. You guys are killing it, though. Yeah, we were. um, These sheets need to definitely get washed. Um, We were definitely a global leader. Not definitely. I know for a fact that we were a global leader in testing last year when that was a big deal. So, like, tests for 100,000, like, we were beating most, like, some countries. Oh, wow. Yeah, you guys are awesome. I need to come to New Orleans sometime. Yeah, we are. By sometime, I mean very soon. I'm excited to visit you and also see the city. Yeah, I should be second to the city. The city's super cool. Okay, then I'll visit the city and then see you. Is she calling me fat? She said, like, RK needs another donut. I feel like it's just because of Aaron, but I can't help but think she's calling me fat. No, no (laughs) one is calling you fat. No one thinks you're fat. (laughs) Is butter a carb? Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. Marie knows that Nola is cool. Tim Hortons is Canadian, therefore you can't take Canada RK. Of course I can. But I also uh, I don't make- know. That's a pretty good point. It's a pretty yes. good point. I have Although to be reason. fair, you also like Degrassi and you, you still hate Canada. Yeah. And so Tim Horton played for the Buffalo Sabres briefly. So <sighs> fan alliances Trump uh country bias national bias yeah fan allegiances are higher rank than countries i dislike so like if a canadian is a killing it on one of my sports teams i'll like that canadian it's like that's that's a good canadian i can handle that that's, canadian yeah <laughs> exactly and tim hortons is i mean they had time i went to canada to get tim hortons they had locations in buffalo New Orleans sounds like a magical place. Every time I hear more about it, it gets better and weirder. Good. Y'all should move here. I want to come to New Orleans just eat the whole time. You should. In Detroit, they are waiting for people. Suburbs, people are waiting four hours in line. Damn. You are not oh, fat, that's the but worst. wait until you are 40. Are you Are you saying I'm going to be fat when I'm four? Share. These comments are not making me feel good. Yeah, and I I don't know. Maybe, do we all get fat when we're forty? I mean, I'm definitely I'm getting close to thirty, and I'm a lot fatter than I was at twenty. So maybe maybe I'm just starting to experience the aging effects already. Caroline hates Canada right now. Heck yeah! So I remember learning about this. I forgot the name of it, but in Buffalo. We learned about in history class how, I guess, these drunk Irishmen in Buffalo once had the bright idea to try and conquer Canada, like, 200 years ago. And they marched up there with, like, a few hundred guys, and, of course, they all got killed. But still, that's the American arrogance that we all love. That's beautiful. I recently realized that many of the shows I grew up watching were filmed in Canada. Dude... That uh, so what's it called? Cadet Kelly, those Disney Channel movies, those were filmed in Toronto. 
That makes sense. Don't people film in Canada because it's way cheaper than filming in L.A.? Everything's expensive in L.A. Probably. RK, you are gorgeous, sexy, beautiful, okay, RK? I don't know if that's helping. I don't need, like, praise. I just need to be told, like, I'm not going to ruin my life by 40. Does being fat mean you will ruin your life? You can be fat and still be having a good life. I'm not saying you're going to get fat. I'm just saying I don't think it's related. It takes so much more work to maintain. Guys, let's not talk about how the metabolism slows down with age right now. Oh, yeah. I've definitely already been noticing that. I'm having such a hard time losing weight. I'm doing so much more weight loss work than I would have done just a few years ago. And I've lost like five pounds over four months. That's all I can. It's This is very frustrating. Hey, be proud of those five pounds. I'm not, though, because I had to eat, like, a ridiculous amount less just to get to that. Oh, then don't be proud of those five pounds. I don't fucking know. Yeah, like, if I ate as little as I did, I would have lost, like, 30 pounds a few years ago for that amount. No, man, it's, like, it's so much effort to lose weight now. It's the worst. Nah. Don't scare Getting me into growing up, y'all. I'm 24. Table. I already have so many things wrong with me. I mean, if you grow up, it's a blessing. So you should feel happy that you're old and have old people problems. So That's yeah. a good point, too. Yeah. I'm looking forward to being old as well, because being old sounds kind of fun in a way. And yeah, if you're old, that means you made it to old age. So that's good. Yeah. This room, if I clean this up, it's going to be nice. I'm going to do a little house tour video because I have a cool house, especially now that I'm getting it cleaned up. I'm going to put my stickers together. I need to figure out how to organize this room then. How to organize it. Right now, I'm just trying to get the trash out of it. Got to figure out how to organize it and also... Like what to do with it long term, because I want to, I want to swap out what shelves are in here. Maybe I should throw out some of the trash that's been sitting on this shelf for like five years. Dude, Chantel lost fifty pounds. You 45. lost fifty pounds? How? Her reasoning is she moved away from Buffalo, which I agree is healthy. Oh, okay, it's too close interesting. To <laughs> these got little qr code packing slips over here got so much stuff to package not right now i just took a ton of orders to the post office yesterday and on tuesday so i don't have as much to package right now which is good a little plushy furniture should put stuff on the plushy furniture when i'm not using it for Oh, where'd RK go? He disappeared. That's okay. I will show you guys what I'm doing in this room. So this is the my fulfillment center room right here. This room is where I package up orders. Uh, if you guys can see, I've got a bunch of boxes. I've got like all my shipping supplies over here. I've got my little scale. 
Um, and then this is the table where I package everything. I paint a bunch of boxes. I package everything up. And so I'm trying to get this, get this room really organized. Oh, this princess crown got all messed up on the printer. I'm going to have to throw that one out. Um, to stack these princess crowns too. So here's something fun. When I, this is how the princess crowns come out when I make them on the 3D printer, they come out like this. And then I remove them from their little plastic base. So I'm gonna move them from the plastic base right now and then throw out the plastic base and get the princess crowns all stacked up. The reason that these have such a big plastic base is just that they, um, they're very detailed as opposed to like the headphones or the cameras, which are more just like a solid block of plastic. These are more detailed. So if they're not really secure to the 3D printer bed, then they sometimes tend to uh, go a little spaghetti. The, the plastic, if it gets loose at all, it'll just go nuts. So that's why it's important to uh, have a solid base on the crowns. I'll talk about that when I do a little, because we have a little workshop downstairs. I'll talk about that in the house tour video. That'll be fun. So let's stack those up. I've got this cute plushy furniture for photo shoots here that I've put together. And that was really fun. Um, but for now, I'm going to use it to store like little accessories, business cards, bookmarks, things like that, stickers, because I need a place to put all of these things. And I need a place to put the plushy furniture. So I feel like that'll be a little win-win situation over there. Um, let's hope this works. Oh my God, here are all my business cards. They're in a pile all over the desk. Let's get the bookmarks over here. All right, organizing this room is a good time. Um, cat saying buy and sell pages stress me out going back and forth on everything. Yeah, me too. I used to do like when I would clean out old clothes and stuff, I used to be like, okay, I'm going to list all of these on Poshmark and then I'm going to list all of these on Facebook marketplace and whatever. And sometimes I'd make, I don't know, five or $10 here or there, but overall it was like, it was way more stressful to just have to keep checking back on everything. And then if I finally did want to get rid of everything, I'd have to make sure that whatever I donated, I went and checked and unlisted. It was just too much. Like, I feel like if I'm going to be cleaning things up, which is already a difficult task for me, then I need to just make it as easy as possible, which means everything is going in one donation bin in the city. So we've just been taking everything to donation bins. Um, Kitty says, I listed some stuff on Poshmark for my aunt. People are so freaking annoying. Just buy it, asking a million questions. I don't have time for it. Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah, it's like people are like, but, but what about this? Or what about this? It's like on Poshmark, you can make offers too. So just like make an offer. And that's what I do. My offers get rejected sometimes on Poshmark, but it's like, just make an offer. I'm not just like asking a million questions about used clothing. And I think the problem with that is that this is, we've had this discussion on this channel before too, which is that, Sites like Poshmark have become a place where people want to flip things. And we, as we were talking about, we all had a little bit of mixed feelings on that because there seemed to be some positives to that and some negatives to that. Because, like, you know, I want to go on those sites to find some used clothes or to buy, if I want to buy some designer clothes or something, I want to buy them used because I don't want to have to pay full price because that's expensive. 
So I will go on somewhere like Poshmark, and then while I'm on there, everything will be ridiculously expensive. And I'll be like, why is this all so expensive? And then it's like, well, it's because people are buying these things and then trying to flip them, or they're like buying rare items to sell for extra. Like it's, I, I just find that really frustrating. Um, and I remember everyone kind of had mixed thoughts on that, which is definitely understandable because I can see how it's reasonable to make a business out of that. A lot of people are out here saying, you know, I go through thrift stores and I spend the time to find the rare high quality pieces in the mix of everything. And so because of that, you know, I want to get, um, I want to be able to sell those things for the high prices that they're worth. And like, that makes sense to me. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, it also clogs up like used clothing sites with um, expensive things when I'm like, I'm here to try to get things less expensive than they normally would be because I'm trying to buy them used and also help the environment by not having the clothes go to a landfill. So that's kind of how that was feeling to me. Uh, Kimberly got scammed on a Kate Spade dress on Poshmark? How so? What happened? Did somebody, um, like, was it, did they not send you what you thought you were going to order or did they like not send it to you at all after you paid for it? What happened? Cause that is nutty. That sounds awful. I got the props over here. I've got little chewy cameras over here. Um, we're just, I gotta make more Wrigley headphones. I've been sold out of those for a while because I've got to re-slice them entirely on the printer. With the little cameras. Ah, why is the light so weird in here? Oh no, it's frustrating. I've got little toy props over here. I'm gonna put the props somewhere. Put the props down here. Props go down here. Awesome. This table's already looking way better. I love it. Okay, awesome. I deal with all the paper later on. Got my paints. Got a set of books over here. Oh, I have multiple sets of my books. There we go. Oh, Kimberly says they advertised it as new, but it was clearly used when I got it. Yeah, I hate that where it's like, I've got this really expensive clothing item that I'm flipping and then you get it and it's like, um, that is clearly like used and has stains and tears and stuff in it. It's like, why would you even do that? That's super rude. I don't like people doing that at all. Guys, look, this is the cutest thing ever. Ready? These are little miniature American Girl doll books. They're miniature size, and I use them on the plushie furniture to have the plushies get to read them. How cute is that? That's literally the cutest thing ever, in my opinion. So I'm putting that on the plushie furniture. I need to do another photography setup with them. I might get a new folding table for this. And what am I do with this? Put this over here. All right, this this is looking a lot better. This is looking a lot better. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
Got my stamp for shipping. All right. I don't know why these papers are even in here. This is like healthcare stuff. This is not at all related to what I'm doing in here. I'm going to move that. Oop. Deal with that later on. Got the Sharpies. Put them in the little mug. Got a mug over here. Oh, this is looking so much better in here, guys. Glad to be cleaning with you as well. Um, Kitty says, my aunt has really expensive taste and no one will buy brand new, never worn clothes, shoes for their full price. I drop prices a lot between fees and shipping. I barely make profit. Oh, that's frustrating. That's frustrating. Um, Cher saying, I just give my stuff away. That's where I'm at at this point, too. I've stopped trying to sell things on websites. I just give it away. There's multiple little drop-offs in our neighborhood that are like drop-off those to donate here. So we just drop them off there. That's where at what we've been doing this week. You guys want to see how much, like we've already taken at least like six or eight bags to donate out. Want to see what we've still got? We've still got all these bags to donate. Look at all these bags we got to donate still. Isn't that amazing? We have been just uh, cleaning up everything. This little Valentine's heart does not spark joy. Okay. Getting this room nice and clean. Love it. All right, this table. I finally have a workspace on this table now. Yes. And I found where all my Sharpies went, guys. I kept using, I was like, how did I run out of Sharpies so quick? I didn't. The answer was that I kept getting new Sharpies out because these were all getting buried under everything. So now I have a lot of space to paint boxes in here. I need to paint some new boxes. See, look at that. I've got so much space on this table now to paint boxes. I need to paint more of these boxes for new orders. Need to paint more of those. Um, there's a trash bag. I need to organize this shelf at some point. I might not do it today because I'm going to head back over into the office to sit down with the heater to finish up the stream. I don't know where RK went. He might have... Where'd he go? I'll see if he told me on Facebook chat when I get in here. Oh, wow. Look, I see myself on the screen now. That's wild. Okay. Here we go. Do, 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 do. I'm going to switch over to the computer one instead, guys. Here we go. Hey. Hey, you're back. Yeah, I've just been chilling in the back. I assumed you didn't see because you were on your phone. Oh, that's probably it. I'm sorry. I didn't it's realize. all good. Yeah, I came back shortly after I got kicked off. I got kicked off because I got a call for work. And when you're, you're streaming on your phone, it unfortunately kicks you off StreamYard when you take the call for work. I should have just ignored it because I technically was given today off. But yeah. I, I can't remember the last time I was given a day off that they actually honored. So, well, that's super rude. You should, if you got the day <laughs> off, you should take the day off. Yeah, but they all this. Let's not forget, this is the work that wanted me to sit in on a Zoom meeting while I was actually getting my shot. Oh, that's very frustrating. Yep. Um, it's all good. One day. Well, I got a lot of cleaning done on this stream, so that's nice too. Cleaning live in front of people. One day. 
everyone in my office will be buried and then they won't be able to call me, including me. Yeah, there you go. One day we'll One all day. be dead and then we but, won't have to do anything anymore. But they'll probably still try and call me those fucking assholes. Yeah, probably. Probably. They'll be like, what's cellular down here? <laughs> what are the rates underground? Fucking no. Yeah, I want to try to find some, like, I know that I've seen in the past there have been, like, charities where you can give business professional clothes for people who need them for job interviews and stuff, and I have some of those that I want to give away, but I can't find a specific organization, so I I don't want to just dump them in the donation box in the neighborhood because who knows where that ends up going. And then a lot of times the problem, what happens is people will, you know, people will dive into the donation box to try to find things, which is understandable because if you need clothes immediately and there might be clothes in there, then it makes sense. You'd want to get them out of there. So I get it. But the problem is that then the other clothes around it end up scattered in the grass and they end up getting like all mildewy and stuff. And I don't want, I don't want my business professional clothes to get like my suits and stuff to get ruined if they could be going to help someone. So it's, it's a difficult thing to try to balance. I don't know. I think you're right. I think that that's a honorable pursuit. You don't want to waste anything. I Oh, call around to women's shelters. That's a good idea. See if there's any women who need suits from when I was skinny. If anyone needs size two to four suits. Caroline says, my mom would shop at the used store all the time when I was a kid. Once I was with her and I said, what if they sold food at the used store? (laughs) I can hear you. Yeah, let me look up if I'm, if there's like, let me see, is there a Chicago organization donate used suits? Oh, Logan. He's pooping on the stairwell. Let me get my bag. Logan's pooping on the stairwell? Well, yeah. He, he, I slept in, so he didn't go out when he normally does, so I assumed he had to go to the bathroom. But since I'm podcasting on the phone, I thought, why not do it now? Yeah, oh. it makes sense. You should take, yeah, take him out. But I'm going to so look at this dress for make, success. So I was making some progress in um, Marie Kondo's book. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I, I thought it was funny how she was talking about how younger siblings tend to throw away more because they get all these hand-me-downs that don't bring them any joy. They were just given to them by their parents or their siblings as hand-me-downs because the parents and siblings felt guilty throwing it out, so they just shifted their guilt onto the youngest sibling. Oh, yeah, I definitely, I thought that was funny, too, yeah, because I could see, like, I didn't, I I don't, I didn't do that, but what I I do is, like, I'll sometimes be like, oh, here's used clothing, I'll just give it to my mom, or my mom would give her used clothing to me, or something like that, but then what happens is, like, everyone just keeps passing around used things that they don't really want, instead of throwing them out, and I thought that was a good point to bring up. Absolutely, and... I thought it was interesting how she talked about like the one sister that just smiled each time they threw one out 
and they, she realized that it's like all of the clothing that they were throwing out were like her sisters, her older sisters, like party clothes and mm-hmm. shit. Like uh, crop tops and skinny jeans. And shit. Yeah, that was shit like, like that. not stuff that like she stuff ever used. Yeah. That you would go to a concert in and hinge pose. Yeah, and then the other interesting thing was like the uh, the use of outerwear as interested in it to try and justify keeping it. But I thought she made an interesting point on how she was like your loungewear. Just be- you spend most of your life in your home, so you should dress like how you want to in your home as well. And she right, supported and I it with elegant good, pajamas. Good point about yeah, like if you're going to have loungewear or pajamas, like you should have items that are specifically designated for that, as opposed to like oh this uh this old shirt or pair of pants or whatever that I don't actually like I can just wear it around the house instead of out in public and it's like yeah but you sh- you don't need to you shouldn't wear things you don't like in your house either exactly you, could, al- you could also have loungewear that you do like you could just wear things you like all the time and I was like yeah that's a good point I got rid of a lot of like shirts that I used to be like oh I'll just put this on and then I'm like wearing it around the house and I'm like this is not a very good shirt I don't feel very good in this so I I threw all of that out, or I donated it all. Um, yeah, so I, I was trying to keep only, like, you know, shirts and stuff that, um, it's like, I could wear this around the house, but it's like, that that's what it's for, you know? Even if it's something I would wear in the house and in public, you know? I thought it was a good point that she was making about exactly. Uh, I think she did a good job of really addressing all of the objections that most people have with all of this. I guess because she's worked with so many clients and knows what people struggle with. Yeah, that's my thought process too, because she really uh, I don't know. She just gets it, and I'm sure she's seen everything, so she just shares all of her stories. A couple of them will hit home to the reader. Yeah, it seemed to do a good job of always predicting this, the trouble I was going to have, where it was like, oh, some clients do this instead of this. And it's like, oh, man, I was about to do that thing. And then there was the, um... oh, shit, I'm blanking on it right now. Oh, the don't tidy up for someone else. And chances are, if you want to do that, then you're just stressed about your own space. And don't let parents... <laughs> see what you're throwing out (laughs) that too because i know that like i mean i love that my mom is always so helpful and wants to help me clean things up and stuff but i know that there have been times when i'm going through old books or old clothes or something and i'm ready to get rid of everything and then she'll see and be like oh my god you're throwing this out but i love this thing or like but but i remember getting this for you when you were a kid it's like well i don't i don't i'm sorry i need to and it's very hard like because i already struggle so much i don't know what it is but i have an emotional attachment to everything in my life like it's a problem so when i put something in the trash the idea that like i am parting with this thing i will never see it again is very difficult for me even with literal garbage and that's why i have like hoarding issues because I will be sitting in a room full of trash and old things and whatever. And then someone will be like, please throw all these things out. And I'm like, I cannot, I cannot throw these things out because then it's not even a real, a real um, thing of what if I need to use it. It's more of like, I cannot throw these things out because then I will never see them again. And the permanence of that is very scary to me. It's the whole fear of the future thing that she was talking about. 
Yeah, I mean, you mentioned that before too, with like the clothes that you're that you're uh, you gained weight, so you can't wear anymore, and you were like wait, holding on to them, thinking of yeah. a future of where you would fit into them again. It's like, well, by that time, I'll just get new clothes. Right. Yeah, I'm fe- feeling like if I if I finish losing the weight I want to, it's like I could be like, yay, I can fit into these clothes again. But like, it would be so much more fun to just find something new at that point. Or also, actually, I I prefer my clothes to be way too big on me because I, I think it's like a sensory issue. I hate the feeling of clothes touching me, especially like pants. I hate the feeling of clothes touching my body. So honestly, having all my clothes be too big on me if I lose weight is going to be pretty fantastic. I can't wait for everything to be too big on me because then you I want to swim in it. Yeah, I want to swim in it. I don't want to have to feel the fabric touching me as much. I get that. I do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Clothes clothes can be annoying sometimes. There. That's what I was looking for. Okay. Come on, Logan. See, Chantal says, when I read that, it hit me the hardest. My mom totally does that. I used to ask her if she wanted things back, but Marie Kondo gave me the strength to keep it to myself. Yeah, I think that was important. The idea of having to uh, eliminate and tidy up things by yourself and not not doing it around or with other people because if other people get involved then other people are going to have opinions regardless and that but the fact is that opinions just going to slow you down so it's like even if someone's like oh i really like that or like oh i want that though and i liked her suggestion which was like if you genuinely think that that the thing you have that you're getting rid of someone else in your life would like you can give it to them as a gift but like if it's not something they like enough they would like enough that you would think it's a good enough gift to give them, then just don't give it to them because you're just giving them more stuff then. So just throw it out at that point. Yeah, uh, and the best like, way that's to a good do point. It is to like, if you know that they're actively seeking something like that or you know they'd benefit from it. Exactly. So like if I'm going through stuff and I'm like, oh, my mom might like this. I'm like, would I give my mom this for a Mother's Day gift? And if it's like, yes, then I'm like, okay, well, let me wrap that up then. And if it's, if I wouldn't, then I'm like, then she doesn't really need it. So I'm just going to get rid of it right now. And that is beautiful. And I'm moving these laundry into the dryer. Yeah. Wipe off Logan's paws with a towel. I got to take Chewy out after this. After this, sure. maybe I'll start listening to Seth Godin's book while I walk Chewy today. Maybe. What's the weather here like today? Let's find out. Forty-three again. degrees. Forty-three. That's kind of no That's wonder I was cold. Yeah. Well, so it was warm here. It had gotten into the sixties, so we turned off the heat, and then it dropped like twenty degrees, and we forgot to turn the heat back on. So it was freezing in here when I woke up today. That sounds exciting exhilarating i don't know like an adventure share says i tried to help a hoarder friend once it was hard and i finally said is this stuff more important than having a place to live you're gonna get evicted and she said she needed to hear that that is fair that is fair because yeah there's something to be said for like thinking about it's like trying to balance like the emotional difficulty of getting rid of things and the permanence of it and balancing that with like, okay, but that you're going to move forward with real life consequences. Yeah, exactly. And it's hard because I, I understand the hoarder perspective having been there. And it's like, 
from my perspective, when I hoard things, it's kind of like, okay, your brain rationalizes it as like, okay, having a place to live, you're living here now, this is a gradual thing versus like, if you throw things in the trash, you know for certain that you're getting rid of it permanently. However, I guess you don't have to, like, Marie was making this great point of like, if you need the thing again in the future, you will find a way to get to it again in the future, whether that's like buying a new one or whether you find a way to seek out this old one. If you really need it, you'll find a way to get to it again. It's like, okay, if you say so, I'll trust you. I don't know if that's true because what if someone sets it on fire? But I guess that could happen if you're living in a hoarding environment and everything's flammable and you set the house on fire. I was going to say fire. possibly easier in a hoarding environment. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I guess at that point it's like, who knows? Yeah, yeah, okay, that makes sense. I think hoarding is considered an OCD behavior, says Caffeinated Angel, and that would make sense, as I have a terrible OCD, and also I hoard, so... Because I, yeah, and that's the thing, is, like, I know people think of OCD as people who are super clean and organized, and I'm the opposite, but I, I hoard, is so I have the opposite problem. I'm very unorganized and very filthy, and I just can't stop hoarding things. But Marie's helping me, dude. Like, legitimately, I feel like this is what I actually needed in my life. I want to make a wrap-up video about this for Monday and talk about, like, uh, how Marie Kondo has helped me overcome my hoarding issues. And then she'll see it, and then she'll come on your channel with her translator. Oh, dude, wouldn't that be awesome? That would be awesome. That I love how her translator's awesome. name is also Marie when they're on the Netflix show. That's cute. Yeah. Okay, okay let's do this. Fucking dick. Logan, what a cutie. I can't see him, but I know he's cute. Where's Logan? Let's see if I can do this. Logan, hey, buddy. Aw, hi, cutie. You are so adorable, baby. Hello. Oh, puppy. What a sweet little boy. Logan, say something already. Does it ever freak you out thinking to yourself like you had your dog for years and you've had full conversations and they've never actually said a word? Oh, that freaks me out a lot. Yeah, because I'm like, uh, you know, I'm like, we are like Chewy is like, we're best friends, dude. But every once in a while, I'm like, what if in his mind, he's just thinking something totally different than what I think he's thinking? What if in his mind, he's like, ugh, these humans are annoying. I, I hate everything. Like, what if that's what he's thinking? I'm like, oh, God, I hope not. See, I know what Logan's thinking. He's thinking, please don't do that. He's so cute. Oh my god, I cannot... I, I really want to meet Logan in person. I want to scratch his head. He looks like his head needs a scratch. There, he, he scratched his head. Oh, yay! Puppy! What a sweet puppy. Yeah, I'm going to take Chewy out in a couple of minutes. Oh, Caroline says in the DSM, hoarding is categorized with obsessive compulsive disorders. Well, guys, that makes a lot of sense. I will talk about all that in my wrap-up video now that I know that. Actually, I'll pull up a source about it. Let's look at hoarding and OCD. Let's pull that up. Logan, you're a star. Yeah, according to a lot of sources, it looks like hoarding <clears throat> is part of OCD. Well, that makes a lot of sense because I've been a hoarder for my entire life. And so is like Eli. when I've watched what, yeah, so, yeah exactly. Um, 
And when I've watched like hoarding shows on reality TV, a lot of people are like in shock, like, oh my God, how could this ever happen? I'm like, I get how that happened. I totally understand the mindset of what led to that. I've never ha- been in a situation that bad, but I'm like, I definitely see how I could see myself getting there. Oh, Caroline is finishing her grad degree in psychology. That is awesome. That is awesome. You should come on the channel at some point and we can interview you about psychology. That sounds so fun. Okay, dude. What about bunny is the best Instagram. RK, do you follow what about bunny on Instagram? No. Okay, Bunny is this dog who's been uh, learning. She's part of this study where she uses buttons to learn to talk. And the human has, like, laid out the buttons on a thing on the floor. And, the like, the buttons all have voice recordings. And she'll, like, bap them with her feet to say what she wants to say. So the human will ask her a question. And she will, like, it's amazing what she's been able to learn so far. Um, but she's also like a very like naturally smart and easy to train dog. But so she's been learning so well, but her human will be like, when did we go to the park today? And, um, she'll like bop them and be like park morning or something. And it's like, oh my God, she knows. Or the human will ask her, what do you want to do? And she will be like park or like playtime. It's very cute. So she's learning to communicate with the buttons. That sounds cute. I have to check it out. What about Bunny? What about it's so cute. She's been she's just doing so well with this. Oh, Logan, what a sweet baby. So now that we're talking about dogs, I'm going to need to head out soon to take Chewy on a walk. Tomorrow we will be back here to wrap up the two weeks of Marie Kondo, talk about her books, talk about the changes that she has made specifically in my life and uh all of that good stuff thank you all so much for being here um caroline yeah if you want to come on the channel tomorrow even because we love to have people on on fridays let me know and we'll talk uh so if you want to come on tomorrow we will send you a link i will see you guys all tomorrow morning for this and then tomorrow morning for the new video premiere that i'll have don't forget to support small businesses. Have a great Thursday. Uh, and RK, you should go take a nap from your vaccine. Your mom. My mom, exactly. I love you guys. Bye, friends.